0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Wednesday, it's September 15th. It's 2021. There are Ten baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by the man bun himself, Genie for 07. Grant, what's happening, my friend?
1: Not too much. I had a good day in DFS. Went four and one in bets. I am amped right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was not a good day in DFS for me. I prioritized bats and did not prioritize pitching. And uh, those cheaper pitchers, they didn't work out so well, Grant. Um, uh, so Eric Fetty, did, what did he end up with? I didn't even check. I don't know. I think he's going to end up with about twenty six. Okay, uh, twenty seven.
1: Well,
0: all right. Well, I played him. Yeah,
1: I had a hundred percent him, and yeah, we'll see how he evolved. He turns out
0: it's still early, but yeah. Well, I had Tuki Tassant. And I had Tuki Tissant and Fetty, and I stopped looking after Tuki Tissant started getting hit pretty hard. So I don't know even know what he ended up with, but you know what? That's the best thing about DFS. You move on to the next day and you get to do it again. Yeah. Uh, ten games, ten fun baseball games to talk about. Here uh, we get started with the Cubs and the Phillies. This game nine total. Philly's a minus 200 favorite. Uh, we got Mills and Suarez. Any interest here in Alec Mills? No,
1: no. I mean, Philly's have a five total. He's a low strikeout pitcher, decent ground ball picker, pitcher, but this really isn't a terribly high strikeout lineup. The line, I think, opened at 10. And I think it's dropped one run already because it was a ridiculous line from the get go. Um, but still, no real interest in Mills. I don't think he's going to put up a serviceable score. It's a big enough slate where you have other places they can go.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just Mills is not like this huge strikeout guy. Um, No real interest. And then Ranger Suarez on the other side of this game. I kind of like righties more than I like lefties against the Cubs. And I mean, his pitch count is getting up there. I think at 7200, you still can take a shot here on a guy that's been pitching really decent here recently.
1: I know I really like him And in that one game, I think where he pitched 71 pitches, he had some tightness somewhere. I can't remember what it was, but they ain't him. So he should be good for close to a hundred pitches. He's been pitching close to a hundred pitches recently averaging about 20 some odd points over the last four starts, 25% K rate on the season going up against a very high K rate Cubs lineup. I really like him on this slate. I'm planning on using a whole lot of them. He's, could be one of the top point-per-dollar pitchers on the entire slate. Just the Cubs are bad. Like, I know I'd rather have a variety going up against them, but I don't really care either side of the plate. This is just not a great lineup, and I think Suarez is probably a better pitcher than his price tag.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can chase some home runs, I think, here with the Cubs' bats. I think Schwindel, Contreras, wisdom. I mean, these guys have plenty of power against left-handed pitching. Wisdom. 333 ISO and a 45% K rate. That's like Joey Gallo numbers. Um, I mean, so I don't think I'd stack the Cubs, but Schwindel, Contreras, Wisdom, they all have power home run upside here. And the good thing is against this ground ball pitcher, they all three of these guys are more fly ball hitters. So, I mean, chasing the home run, I think is where you take shots on the Cubs bats.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I don't really, Mind a stack if Rangers Suarez does end up being one of the chalkier pitchers on the slate. Um, I could easily see it happening. He obviously doesn't give up a ton of home runs. Hasn't given up any in his last 10 innings. Granted, a lot of those were relief starts. But Schwindel, Contreras, Wisdom, all are, like you said, big fly ball hitters, get a lot of hard contact. And the main thing is all of them are really cheap. I mean, Wisdom is 4.5K. That's not terribly cheap. But Contreras, for his power, 4.1 and Schwindel, 3.4K, so you can make a cheap little mini-stack with those three guys and get the catcher position out of the way. Outside of them, I have no interest in any of these bats at all. But yeah, you're probably picking one off power and you're probably just taking these guys for the price stack if you're going to play them, or you're taking them for leverage against Sanchez if it does look like he's going to be one of the chalkier pitchers on the slate.
0: Uh, any interest here in the Phillies bats?
1: Uh, yeah, I think the line just popped up to 9.5. Man, it's all over the place. Um, a little bit like Mill's really not a great pitcher, but he's not a horrible pitcher. Decent ground ball rate. So I'm probably mostly targeting the fly ball guys in um, Harper. So probably Dee, Dee, McCutcheon, Harper, Miller. Those would be the guys I would want to go with. He's got worse numbers going up against lefties, so I definitely prioritize Miller and Harper and D.D. over McCutcheon. But any of these guys are fine. Like Bryce, yeah, he's priced up. But McCutcheon, DD, and Miller are all under 4K, so you can make a stack pretty good. They have a 5.4 implied run total, so I do like a few of the Phillies bats here.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Real Mouton might not be in the lineup, so you could potentially get cheap bats here. I I really like the Harper-McCutcheon-Miller stack. It's a little three-man right in the middle of the heart of this lineup. I, I really like that stack. And, I mean... A little concerned about Mills generating ground balls against righties like for McCutcheon. But, I mean, I love the upside here for Harper, Miller, and McCutcheon. So, uh, definitely don't mind a secondary stack here. Up next, we got New York, Yankees, Baltimore Orioles, eight and a half total. Yankees are 140 favorite. Cortez and John Means. uh, Any interest here in Cortez?
1: I mean, I think... I think you kind of have to with his price tag of 7.9 K. I mean, he's been pretty solid over his last five outings. He's above average strikeout pitcher. Yes. Baltimore is better going up against lefties than they are against righties, but like Cortez has solid K stuff. And there's a solid K lineup. I mean, he just put up 21 points versus the Orioles not too long ago. Yes. It's being played over in Baltimore. Yes. It's going to be moderately hot outside, but I still think he gives you the upside at 7.9 K. So and builds like you can pair him with Suarez. You can pair him with a high price pitcher. He's just a solid overall play at this price tag. And I'm going to use probably a decent amount of them.
0: Yeah. I mean the strikeout upside going up against Baltimore is always there. He's a lefty. Um, They are going to be able to throw a lot of righties at him. So I think like you definitely want to kind of check the lineup and see, but even some of these righties are going to strike out at a pretty high clip. And then, on the other side of this game, you got John Means. Uh, he's a lefty, allows a lot of fly balls and a lot of hard contact to righties. Facing so many right-handed bats here, so many good right-handed bats. I mean, John Means is someone that I've played plenty this season, but I don't think this is the spot.
1: Yeah, no no chance I'm playing him here. I mean, I get that he always has a little bit of upside, but he's not quite the strikeout pitcher that he was earlier on the season. I think once the crackdown happened Grandy was out for a while. He's really dropped down a bit in strikeouts, so going up against this team that's one of the most deadly teams you can possibly face going up against a fly ball, hard contact lefty, I I just can't go there even for 6.5k.
0: Um, all right, bats in this game, the Yankees. What are your thoughts here on the Yankees? All the righties.
1: all of them. All of them. Judge, mayo, Stanton, Voight, Torres, Ursula, Higgs, all of them. All of them. And I don't even care if you throw in Gallo or Rizzo. I mean, Means is a little bit better versus lefties than he is versus righties, but a lot of the underlying numbers kind of point towards he's closer to splits neutral, so I'll take all of them. He's still doing up over 40% hard or fly balls to both sides of the plate. Like, there's going to be some bombs here. It was a big game tonight. Plus, you got that bullpen behind him. So, I'll take every single guy in the lineup they are, By far, in my opinion, the best overall raw point stack on the slate, and it's not remotely close.
0: Yeah, I mean, they are the top stack on yesterday's slate, right back to the well here. Um, Baltimore bats could potentially be sneaky here. Any interest in Baltimore?
1: I don't think so. I mean, Cortez is a solid enough pitcher. Plus they got that good bullpen behind him. I mean, I get they're cheap. I wouldn't mind taking a shot on Hayes, like at his price tag of 3.2 K or Mancini if he's in the lineup, I know he got yanked, I think. I uh, don't know if he got injured or what it was, but he didn't finish out the game. I don't believe. Um, those two guys are the cheap bats, but outside of that, like really not a lot to love here. I mean, like I said, Cortez, solid strikeout pitcher, does go with a decent amount of fly balls and hard contact to righties. So I would just target those guys. I don't think I can pay 5K for Montcastle. I don't really want Mullins in a lefty-lefty matchup. So it's really Hayes who's just been crushing lefties all season long and been pretty solid over the last month. And Mancini, who's just underpriced there at 3.7K.
0: Yeah, you definitely got to check on Mancini. He was pulled from the game on Tuesday, like Grant said. So check that. Mountain Castle, if you're playing on a different site and he's cheap, I definitely like Mount Castle. I'm, I'm with Grant, though. I'm not paying 5 k for him in the spot. Uh, St. Louis at New York facing the Mets. John Lester against uh, McGill in this one. Eight total and the Mets are a 150 favorite. Any interest here in John Lester? I
1: don't play John Lester and for good reason. You shouldn't play John Lester.
0: Almost You ever. shouldn't. He threw seven innings last time out. And still didn't do good enough to be relevant in DFS. So, I mean, this is an easy fade for me. No interest whatsoever in John Lester. Um, the other side, Taylor McGill. I mean, this guy is showing some big-time strikeout upside. And I think he is playable today, Grant. Like, when you're looking at the matchup, I think you could take shots on McGill here.
1: Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, he's much better versus, like, he's very good versus righties. Struggles a little bit versus lefties, but there's probably only going to be Edmund and Carlson there in the lineup, the left side of the plate. This isn't a great strikeout matchup, but it's not horrible. Um, I don't like the price tag at 9.2K, but I think I'm willing to st- uh, stomach it, assuming that they only have two lefties in the lineup. Uh, take a take a peek before lock to make sure. Uh, I'd, I'd probably re- Rather pay up for the other guys, but he's definitely in play. And if he's going to come in at way lower ownership than these other guys, I mean, he's in a solid ballpark. This isn't a great lineup. Like I said, it's not a huge strikeup lineup, but they don't really work the count that much going up against righties. And the fact that they're only going to platoon out two guys could mean a bigger game for McGill here. So check the lineup. If the lineup's good and he's going to be low owned, then yeah, I think he's definitely worth a few GP shots.
0: Yeah, I definitely think he's going to be alone for what it's worth. I think in this price range, and it will be pretty popular your Kiety against Texas, Sean Manai against Kansas City. Um, I, I think those guys are going to potentially eat up the ownership in this range. So that's kind of why I like him. Uh, I think he is a good low owned option. This is a very right-handed heavy offense. And like you said, he's very good against righties. Uh, and I mean, let's be honest, Edmond Carlson, they don't scare me. They put the ball in play, but they don't scare me as far as like power goes. Um, St. Louis bats. Anything standing out to you here?
1: not really it would be the lefties but i don't really like it i mean carlson probably not going with that either like i said and miguel's very very good allowing a 222 woba 104 ISO to righty so i'm not taking a shot i don't think on any of these guys especially in this ballpark
0: yeah that's where i'm at um and then i mean even on the other side i love stacking against john lester it's just one of my favorite things to do and we're not going to get to do it many more times um I mean, Alonzo Baez, I think, are fantastic plays. They're just so expensive, but, I mean, I think you could pay up for them in this spot going up against Leicester. Yeah,
1: yeah, those would definitely be the main two bats I would go with. I mean, Leicester, you say he's not great. I don't like the ballpark, but Leicester's just been so bad to ride these pretty much all season long. If you want, you can throw in Lindor and get a real contrarian sack considering they're all a little bit high-priced and it's not a great ballpark. But outside of that, I don't think there's really much else to love. I don't want to play lefties as bad as Lester is. He's still all right going up against lefties. So you want to target power righty bats, and that's Alonzo, that's Baez, and that's Lindor.
0: Yeah, I mean, Alonzo, 354 ISO, 50% fly ball rate, Baez, 306 ISO. The power is with those two guys.
1: Yeah, plus Baez is great because Lester does not strike out righties.
0: Yeah, and I mean if um oh, I can't think of his name right now. Is it Drury? If he's in there, um I don't even know if he's with the like I think he got optioned down, so I don't think it matters. When Lindor came back, Drury went back down, right? Um never mind. Moving on. Colorado at Atlanta, one of the weather spots to watch on the slate. We'll have to see what Kevin Roth has to say about this one. 9 total. Uh, Atlanta's a 200 favorite. I mean, anytime you know that the games in atlanta you're going to have weather concerns but sense at Inno, you know any interest here in anthony sensatella i've
1: been playing him a lot recently on a different slate i might take a shot on him here i mean he's been doing better over the last month he's been eating in innings still a good ground ball pitcher like he's an above average pitcher in all reality he just plays in cores um but i I don't think there's a spot. I'm not seeing a ton of upside. And you got guys like Cortez, Suarez, Miner, like a lot of guys right around that same price range that I think offer a whole lot more upside. So I'm going to pass on them.
0: Yeah, I'm going to pass on them as well. Um, Inno on the other side of this game. I mean, I know Tuki Toussaint did not pitch well and kind of disappointed a little bit. But, I mean, go right back to the well here, in my opinion. This dude has a 28% K rate, 6% walk rate, 3x FIP. Um, hard not to like know here.
1: Yeah, he's not bad. I think I'd rather pay up for other guys. If I can't get up to some other pitchers, then I'll probably take a few shots at him. He's going up against the Rockies. The Rockies are below average lineup. Don't t- pay attention to their overall season numbers because they play some games of Coors. This is a below average lineup here. He can deal against these guys. He's been pretty solid. Hasn't had a single-digit game over the last what, month and a half since he came back from the IL. Like, he's a solid pitcher. Like you said, high K rate, low walks, low XFIP, decent ground balls going up against a bad team. Problem is you got guys like McGill, Musgrove, Urias, Manea, um, all above him, but I think I'd rather go with them.
0: Um, Any interest here in the Colorado bats?
1: No, just no. I mean, and I was good and I don't expect I know to have a ton of ownership where it would be worth it for a leverage play, so I'm out. Maybe Story is a one-off, but that's really it.
0: Yeah, I think I'm out here as well. Um, and then even on the Atlanta side, I think you stack stacker fading Atlanta, and I think that's the only way that I really look at this offense.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the right move, although I think you can go with one-offs. I mean, I would target the big fly ball guys, so... Albies is probably top of the list. Duvall is not a terrible play. The problem is the price tags are up there. So I think you're better off getting a low on stack here. I mean, they have a 5.3 implied run total since the has been good, but this lineup is pretty darn stacked here. So I think I'm probably going to fade them, but I might end up with one stack of them on today's
0: slate. Cleveland at Minnesota. Quantrill. Against Griffin Jackson, this one nine total. And Minnesota, Minnesota is a slight favor here at minus 200. Any interest here in Cal Quantro?
1: I don't think so. He's he 8,400.
0: Like, <laughs> I mean, he's been dealing for the last four starts 25, 10, 21,
1: 35 points. And he put 25 points against Minnesota last time, but. I mean, he's he's probably got some home run to flight. Nah, he's he's just getting a little lucky, like
0: sticker shock, he's... Grant. <laughs> sticker shock.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It, like he's been justifying this price, but don't do don't, pe- don't play him here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I struggle, I struggle at this price, eighty 8, four hundred. When we have so many great plays on the slate, I just that's where I, I just struggle with the price. Uh, I just, I mean, I wouldn't, I. In a large field tournament, I wouldn't talk you off of it because he does have 25-plus point upside. But, I mean, it's just not for me. This lineup is, I mean, outside after you get past, like, Donaldson, Sano, this lineup just gets so bad so fast Um that, I mean, I completely understand the reasoning of wanting to take shots on him here. Uh, Griffin Jacks on the other side of this game. This dude is not good at all. Um, I have zero interest in him.
1: And he's gotten better recently, which is still bad, still very bad. Uh, at least he's been striking out guys a little bit, but yeah, this is a guy with over a six xip on the season, under a twenty percent K rate, like not really great to either side of the plate. Definitely better going up against righties because his slider is his main out pitch. Um, but I, I can't, I can't play him here.
0: can't do it i just can't do it um cleveland bats i mean ramirez and reyes are super expensive but i mean this is a great spot for them if you want to add a third piece maybe bradley or rosario
1: i mean i'm probably going to stack this game uh this team up a few different ways i mean i'm i'm just not a believer in jacks he's given up four plus runs and four straight starts like averaging five and a half runs during that time frame, giving up a home run and like eight straight starts. He's not a good pitcher. And even though this team really isn't great outside of Ramirez and Reyes, like I think there's a decent chance they'd put up some runs. It's not like he's been like good against anyone. He gave up four runs to this team earlier on, like I think a month ago. And then I think they ended up with only five, but still he can give up a pretty – decent fantasy outing to these guys. I mean, Ramirez and Reyes are both very solid plays, and it's just picking and choosing your pieces, like knowing that you can probably get some cheap bats and like Zimmer or Ramirez that aren't great, but Griffin Jacks is bad enough where he can give up a bomb to them. So I think there's a pretty good su- spot to get a low-owned stack here that's not going to cost you too much, even after Reyes and Ramirez, because you can get some cheap bats there at the bottom of the lineup.
0: Uh, anything on the Minnesota side?
1: I don't think so. I mean, Planco, Buxton, Donaldson are all solid, but even though Quantrill is probably not as good as his numbers have been recently, I don't think there's a spot where you really want to pay 5K for all those guys to stack against a decent pitcher. I'm, I'm probably out on the Twins. It's kind of what I
0: was thinking, too. Houston at Texas in this one. Uh, nine total. Astros, a two fifteen favorite. Your Kyde, um Ahara? Cole Ahara? Arihara. Ahara. Ahara. Yeah. Um, your Kyde, 10K going up against Texas. Any interest?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I don't like that price tag. He hasn't been great recently. I mean, this guy's still a pretty solid pitcher, but I don't think he's worth a 10K price tag, even going up against a very bad Texas team. I mean, he hasn't put up over 11 points in any of his last three starts. He's kind of just seemed off. he's not striking out a ton of guys. I mean, he does have high upside and this is a very bad lineup, but this price tag, I think I'd just rather go with the guys around him. so i I'm not gonna fault you for playing him. like again, this guy has put up 30, 20, 20, twenty nine in four of his last 10 starts. just the other starts have been pretty bad.
0: Um yeah, I mean it's not like your Kyle has like a 30% K rate. It's hard to justify the 10k price tag for me. I know the matchup is fantastic. Texas strikes out a lot, they don't walk a lot. It's just the price. 8k I'm in. 10k? I mean, there's guys I would much rather play on the slate um than him. Uh any interest in Erhara? Uh Arihara, no no
1: i against houston gives up a lot of bombs doesn't strike out guys in the low strikeout lineup just no don't do it
0: yeah i think he's allowed at least one home run in five straight uh from what i was yep. looking at earlier
1: I think he gave up four in one of them
0: solid um houston bats i mean houston's right up there again with the yankees as a top stack on the slate
1: yep yeah they're good Arihara, like you said given up a whole bunch of bombs recently. It's not like there's a great bullpen behind him either. It's just a beautiful spot. I mean, take take everyone there in the lineup. Like I know they're all expensive, but if you need to make a cheap stack, I mean, Siri, I don't know how good he's actually gonna be. Like obviously hit two bombs, I think, yesterday. Um but you make him and McCormick both make this stack work pretty easily. You can do a full five man stack with those two guys and throw in Alvarez, throw in Tucker, throw in Correa or Bregman or Altuve. Like you can stack this up a whole lot of different ways by using the cheap pieces here. So I'm all, I'm all board for a, an Astro stack here.
0: All aboard. board. All the board. Um, Texas bats.
1: Ooh, Ivaldi!
0: Three strikeouts in the first. Let's go, Sox! Uh, any interest in the Texas bets? Uh, no. And
1: I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted because I have money on Evaldi. and I also am a huge Mariners fan who haven't made the playoffs in 20 years, and they're actually in the hunt. So let's hopefully go it's Sox. the Mariners and the Red Sox. <laughs>
0: um, well, you know who I'm rooting for.
1: Yeah, you know who I am. Should
0: I should I tilt my hat down so you can see the hat? There you go.
1: Should I? I don't have any Seattle gear. Yeah, I'm moderately ashamed after the last twenty years. The first year I started watching baseball was the year after they last made the playoffs. Like, I think like two years after they set the win record. I mean, it's been my life as a Mariners fan has been pitiful.
0: (laughs) Um. I mean, I don't really have te- any interest in the Texas bats. Let's move on. We got the Angels and the White Sox. Eight and a half total. White Sox, a one hundred and eighty favorite. Um, Jansen Junk against Dallas Keuchel. Um, can start calling him the Junkyard. The the Junk definitely wins the best name on the slate, but he's a le- he just I just don't expect him to pitch well in this game.
1: No, I mean he's not really projected to be a great starter. He's going up against a tough White Sox lineup. Like, I, even though he's six K, I don't, I don't think he's going to go that late into the game, and he won't pitch that well. So I, I have no real interest in him.
0: Um, Dallas Keuchel. I mean, the Angels are bad, but I mean Dallas Keuchel is just not very good. Yeah, he's just
1: hot garbage. I mean, he's near the league lead in barrels. Doesn't strike anyone out, still an all right ground ball pitcher, but giving up 45% hard contact rate. It's, it's, he's just bad. Like, I'm, I have no interest in him. I'd, I, I actually have some interest in stacking up the Angels. I do not think they're going to draw much ownership. Keuchel's bad enough and he doesn't strike out guys, which I mean, there are some guy like obviously Otani, one of the, one of my favorite plays on the slate. But there are some guys in this lineup that get decent amount of hard contact. I mean, if Stassi's in there, I think he's a great play at 3.2K. Walsh, even though it's a lefty-lefty matchup, I really don't care because Keichel's not really any better versus lefties than he is versus righties. Um, Goslin, not good, but 2.8K. I, I don't generally play Fletcher, But Marsh, even in a lefty-lefty matchup, if he's in there, or Adele is in there, um, either one of them are super cheap. I'm planning on stacking up the Angels a whole lot. And I think it's just going to be a contrarian way to do things. And I still think they could put up a huge out in going up against Keiko tonight.
0: I mean, the stack would be a lot easier if Juan Ligueras got a good lineup spot. Because I would definitely like to include him and Stassi in the stack. Do a nice
1: little wraparound stack. Do Ligueras, Otani, Goslin, Walsh, and Stassi. Kind of just... And just all the way throughout the lineup there.
0: <laughs> I love how you skipped over Fletcher. We don't play Fletcher. Yeah, I'm not
1: playing <laughs> Fletcher. Like, I mean, I guess uh, he's white. cheap now, but yeah. just don't play him.
0: <sighs> white Sox bats here. Any interest in them?
1: I mean, against a guy that throws a whole bunch of junk. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, I'm not proud of I myself did. at all. I'm not proud of myself. But no, I mean, this guy,
0: you shouldn't be. <laughs> this
1: guy is is not a not going to be a great. Major League pitcher, and the White Sox are very good. A Braves too cheap at 4.2K. Again, Eloy's too cheap at 3.8K. Again, Robert, probably too cheap at 4.4. Moncada, too cheap at 3.7. Like, this lineup just not priced how it should be. I mean, yes, you can throw in Anderson or Grandal, but they're both priced how they probably should be. But this is a very good lineup going up against a bad pitcher. And even if you want to throw in Sheets, Chief, Sheets is a solid – Solid hitter, and he's 2.9k. Like the stack is just too cheap. So, throw any of those guys in there. Like, again, I prefer the guys that are underpriced, I just mentioned. But if you want to throw in Grandall or Anderson, you have the money, go ahead, go right ahead, do it.
0: Oh, I mean, the White Sox are in a fantastic spot. Like, Texas just junked this dude all up. Um, yeah. oh. nah. I, I tried, couldn't do it. Um, not proud of myself either. We're moving on. Play the White Sox. Great spots. We got Oakland and Kansas City here. Um, this is why we talk sports and we're not comedians. Eight and a half total. Athletics a one fifty favorites. Sean Manaya, Mike Miner. Any interest here in Sean Manaya?
1: Yeah, yeah, I really like Manaya here. He's one of my favorite. Pitcher's on the entire slate. I mean, he's sitting at 9.8K, but he's been pretty solid over the last two starts. He's going up against Kansas City team. Well, the first five bats in the lineup are pretty solid. The last four, super high strikeout bats. Like, they aren't really a great lineup all the way up and down. I mean, you got Perez, and that's really it. Everyone else and Mondesi, but he strikes out a 40% clip. Uh, This is just not a great lineup, and Manette has been pretty darn good recently. So I I plan on playing a decent amount of him today.
0: I mean, this team in such a tight race, it's hard to think that, like, the pitch count, if he's pitching well, won't matter. Right? Yeah, Yeah, uh, I mean, he got up
1: to 101 last game. I have to assume they'll do the same thing again.
0: Yeah, I just – I think the days of throwing 85 when he's pitching well – if, they, if he's pitching well, I could see them going up to 100. Um, like, no doubt about it. Any interest here in Mike Miner on the other side of this game?
1: I play a lot of Mike Miner. I don't think there's a spot. I mean, this is a tough lineup here. Don't really strike out a lot. Know how to work the count. Miner, like, he may go 100 pitches, but you could do worse on this slate. Like, honestly, he's probably my... Under AK, he's probably my third favorite option behind, time behind Cortez and Suarez. I'm just probably going to go much, try and get the extra $400 to get up to Suarez in every lineup where I'm thinking about having minor. I mean, it's just a tough, tough spot here where, yes, if he does land on the right side of home run to fly ball variants, he could end up with a decent outing. But at this point in the season, I think he's just kind of getting worn down like – not really striking out guys as much so i'm probably gonna fade him i won't argue with playing him, but i'm probably gonna fade him
0: yeah i mean (sighs) i don't think this is the spot to play him but i mean I i i've done crazier things um Oakland bats i mean the problem is just like looking at these bats and looking at this lineup they're not going to strike out a ton yeah i mean that's the problem i think with playing minor i mean he's 6800 that like the price is so appealing but the matchup they just they put the ball in place so much that i think that's the problem
1: yeah i mean it well and the bigger problem is Rangers four is being 7.2
0: I mean, Miner did put up 30 fantasy points against this team earlier this season. So,
1: and I guess over the last month, he has played Houston twice, which probably doesn't help his numbers, but I don't know. Like, I again, I'm if you want to, if Suarez is going to be super high owned, then I guess like pivoting down the minor is not a terrible move. And we'll see who ends up in the bottom of the lineup. I mean, Top of the lineup's always going to be good, but the last four or five batters can always be a little bit suspect depending on who's in there. And if Chapman's not in, that's obviously a bump. So I mean, I guess you can wait and see where the lineup ends up at, but I don't know. I I just I really like Suarez today.
0: Um Oakland bats, anything standing out to you here?
1: Top top of the lineup. I mean Harrison, Marte, Olson, Gomes, Lowry, Canha. Like, all of them are fine. I don't think they're as good, and they're all pretty expensive. They're not as good as Houston or um, whatever it was that we are talking about, the Yankees. Um, But if they're going to come in at really low ownership, they could be an all right, like, low-owned stack.
0: All right. Um, Any interest in the Royals here? No. Not very good. San Diego at San Francisco, nine total in this game. Uh, the Giants, are 145 favorites. We got Joe Musgrove and, yes, this is real, Scott Casimir pitching. Probably just like an opener-type role, I would guess. Um, yeah, it hasn't
1: gone over 40 pitches. Man, that
0: guy's old. Scott <laughs> Um. Any interest here in Joe Musgrove?
1: Yeah, I think he might be my favorite pitcher on the slate. Um, been pitching pretty darn well recently. Um, they're letting him get up over a hundred pitches. I mean, they're clearly just trying to get into the playoffs here, so they're going to let him roll. Nine point five K, probably not a high enough price tag. I do like. I don't like playing guys against the Giants, but it's going to be fifty-six degrees there tomorrow. It's not. It's going to be very good pitching weather. So, I think Musgrove just deals in this one, and I think he's got a chance at a big outing here.
0: I can't remember the last time I played a pitcher against the Giants.
1: Yeah, it doesn't happen to me too often either, but I just – like, this is just the spot, the fact that they'll let, they'll let him go up to 115 pitches, realistically. Like, they're going for the playoffs. So, if he's pitching well, they'll just let him keep going.
0: No, I mean, it definitely makes sense. Um, He's not my favorite in this price range, but I completely hear what you're saying. We're not playing Scott Kazmier. No. This is a bullpen game Mm -hmm. for San Francisco. Um, Any interest in the San Diego bats? I have no interest in bats in this game.
1: It's going to be far too cold there. It's big enough slate. There's enough good other spots. Like, even though Kazmier is bad, like, yeah, you can use Tatis. You can use Machado but I, I'm I'm probably just fading bats from this game entirely.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, outside of just wanting to stack against a bullpen game, I'm with you. And then on the Giants side, I mean, I definitely don't want to play the Giants against Musgrove. A lot of respect for Joe Musgrove. Um, Giants are good, but, I mean, this isn't like a Darvish spot. Darvish has been struggling. Loved the Giants the other day. Uh, We finished it out with Arizona, Adelaide, taking on the Dodgers, nine total. Um, Dodgers are a huge favorite. Huge favorite. I don't know. I I know your points bet's legal for you, right? Yep. You need to go on points bet right now because it's showing the Dodgers as a plus 155 dog. Um, That's probably a massive um, mistake on an import somewhere. But oh, yeah, I have it. the Dodgers at a minus three thirty-five favorite here. Oh. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Wait, no. I'm I'm looking right now. Let's see. Baseball.
0: They would tomorrow. cancel that, right?
1: Uh I don't know. Point it depends bang on how much I put down. Um they're not even showing up right now.
0: Okay, so it's just an import thing.
1: I mean He's they made, might have oh. thrown it up there and it got hammered immediately
0: and then took it down real quick. So they could have solid accidentally- buddy. I was trying to help you out.
1: Uh, I appreciate that. Oakland at minus 150. That's a pretty solid line there.
0: Um, Merrill Kelly, Julio Urias in this one. Any interest here in Merrill Kelly?
1: No, no. I mean, he may pitch 90 pitches, I think they said, but he's going up against the Dodgers. Not a high strikeout pitcher, no interest in him at all.
0: <laughs> I mean, does it matter if you're throwing 90 pitchers against the, the Dodgers or not? <laughs> like that just means <laughs> a chance for more negative points. Yeah, I guess. I mean, (laughs) Um, any interest here in Julio Urias? Yeah,
1: I mean, he's going up against the Diamondbacks. They're probably a slightly below average strikeout team, but he's been pitching really well recently. 10.5K is a little bit tough to pay for, um, but if I have the money, I'm absolutely doing it. Over 20 points in each of his last four outings, averaging over 25 points during the time frame. Just been really good recently, and this isn't a bad matchup here, so Like, if I can get the money to pay for him, I will. It's just going to be a little bit tough to do. I think I prefer for the price tags Musgrove and Manea, but Urias is right up there. And if I have the money, I'm not going to leave it on the board and just play Musgrove and Manea. I'll get up to Urias.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to see like the ownership with these like top five guys. Cause I mean, like I mentioned with Miguel, um, I hope he's kind of under owned. And I think Sean Maniah is the chalk on this slate. And I think he is the best pitcher on the slate, but I definitely want to see like the ownership of Musgrove and your Kitey and Urias. Um, It's just, it makes this slate very interesting, but it makes you want to definitely pay attention to ownership on this slate, even with it only being 10 games. So uh, any interest in the Arizona bats? Um, I'll say this again. I said this yesterday. I said this day before. Keto Marte is 4,500. He should never be this cheap. I mean, if you want to play him, I don't care who he's facing. Um, I mean, he is a very good hitter. And I think I remember when he
1: was not good for the Mariners.
0: Yeah. That's because he was with Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Dodgers. They're super expensive here. Um, I mean, we're still looking at them, right? Like Corey Seager is probably a staple in cash games here at 4,400.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I'll play any of them. I mean, Kelly definitely struggles more to lefties, so I'd prefer Muncy, Seeger, especially for his price tag. But I'll play the righties. Like, Kelly's still giving up a 53% hard contact rate to righties. He's coming off a month absence area. Could it come out with his bad stuff? Like, if you can pay up for him, do it. Um, and, again, literally anyone in this lineup, Lux is probably not a bad play considering how cheap he is. But like literally, play the stack up the Dodgers if you can. Like they're a fantastic play. It's just very tough to stack them up.
0: All right, so let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Give me a guy under eight K to get seven or more, or six or more strikeouts. Suarez. Um, I guess I'll go Cortez. Yep. Over eight K to score under fifteen. Who's your bus today?
1: Uh. Arkady.
0: All right. I'll go Cal Quantrill. Over 4K to go yard. Who do you got? Judge. I like that one. Um, He's not even, like, overly expensive either. No. Um, I'll kind of go a little off the board here and go Jose Ramirez. Under 4K to get two hits. Who do you got? Stassi. Your boy, mm. um, and there was somebody that I really liked down here, and I can't remember who it was. Don't you don't you hate when that happens?
1: It happens all the time. Yeah, it's infuriating.
0: Was it? Oh, cheats? we just we just were talking about. him not. I mean, I'll go Brad Miller, but I can't remember who I was thinking of. There's somebody that I really liked down there. I have value tags today on Lineup HQ. Try to remember by buy that. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. I'm going Angels. All right. I'll go uh, Phillies. I like the Phillies against Alec Mills today. Nice. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Yeah, I'm a sleepy boy. I'm going to make dumplings and go to bed.
0: It's like dinner time for you. I'm about to go to sleep. It's almost 11 o'clock on the East Coast, man. All right. This old man, that's bedtime. (laughs) Oh, That's it for today. We'll be back tomorrow talking baseball. Probably going to talk the Thursday night football game too because, I mean, it's a small slate for Thursday baseball. So we'll talk maybe some football as well. That'll wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back. Good luck, everyone. See you then. Hey, kids.